Potter Who Cast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, hi. Um, this is a very special Christmas special. Um, who am I celebrating with? You're celebrating it with... Oh, we don't have rhythm in this. Oh, I was going to play Love Don't Roam. Well, um... Suitcase in my hand And not met some bug Joes I met the blessed, I met the damned But of all the strange, strange creatures In the air, at sea, on land Oh, my girl, my girl, my precious girl I love you, you understand Do you think, do you think the doctor at any point goes What is this song with highly specific lyrics To my experience in the past few days? I don't know, um, but if he did, who would tell him? It would be me, Michel Lichand. Wow, you know him? You know yes. Him? Wow, cool. Um, yeah, The Runaway Bride, um, starring Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, directed by Gary Marshall. Um, it would be funny if that, that happened. Yeah, released in 1999, I think. Um, yeah, broadcast 25th December 2006, directed by Eurus Lynn and written by Russell Lee Davies. And the gist is that uh, a bride, played by Catherine Tate, gets transported into the TARDIS and it turns out that her fiancé has been microdosing her with alien particles for a giant spider who also controls the robot Santas from last year. And the doctor drowns the spider's children and the spider gets blown up by a tank. And then the bride stays at home instead of going on adventures and that's about it okay here we go Catherine Tate Q U E E N Queen Catherine Tate is Queen here you go now this is what I'm talking about people are like oh my god Donna is so annoying in the Runaway Bride. She only got good at Series 4. Shut the fuck up. Donna was amazing in the Runaway Bride. And she is the best companion from the first single second. Oh. I love this episode. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah. Um. It's very fun. It's, it's so much fun. It's so much it's fun. It's a screwball comedy, right? It's basically like, I mean, I, yeah. I like it how Doctor Who takes comedians and it's like, just, just be funny, you know? Uh, be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because you sometimes they don't, sometimes it doesn't do that, but sometimes it does that. And when it does that, it's like, right, that's why you hire a comedian because a comedian is funny. And Catherine Tate is fucking hilarious in Runaway Bride. Like, it's, there's no other way to, there's no other way to refer to this as like, a fantastic comedic performance. Uh, David Tennant, of course, is doing just as much work as her, but I think Catherine Tate is like, just from the first second that she's on screen, she's just hitting it out of the park. You know? 
Yeah, you can see how 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 great their chemistry is from like the, like the word go. Right. There's so many bits where it's like stop bleeping me or the way she refers to him as the Mar- from Mars. It's it's so much and it's like I like how everyone in this episode has a sense of humor including the Rachnas. Yeah. See the, the problem I have is that I think the Rachnas kind of not so much derailed but the Rachnas is just kind of like if you're turning the dial it's a bit too much of a dial turn for me I think maybe this works better for me if there's no like alien like threat if it's just like she get she can't get back to the wedding time or something like because the, 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 I think the problem is like the Rachnas comes in way too late to really have that much of a an actual kind of presence for me in this um i i love everything up to like from the minute they land um like after she's been taken and then she had like they they'd go get the money in the taxi stuff and the, the big chase which i think we'll talk about again oh the big chase um, is great yeah like yeah. all that's so like propulsive and great to me and then they start getting into like like i i think it works up until the Rachnos shows up and then like the Rachnos just to me is a bit of a misstep. Um, like I love everything else in this, but that, I, just, yeah. I think the Rachnos is, the Rachnos is impressive enough that you don't notice that she's standing in the same location <laughs> uh, and they shoot around her enough where again, you don't notice that she's standing in the same location. <laughs> But it becomes noticeable at a certain point. You're like, why is she not moving? Why is she just standing there and not doing anything? And it's like, I get why they did this the way they did it. It's really impressive. Like, when you look at it and you're like, holy shit, that is like a costume. And there's like animatronic body. And and that looks so amazing. And then you slowly realize it's like, oh, she's never going to move, right? She's never going to move from there because... they, she can't. They don't have the budget for that. And it's like, oh, no. Oh. My, my problem is just that, like, with 15 minutes ago, they introduced, like, her master plan. Yeah, her and her master plan is a yeah. bit tossed aside because at the end she just feeds um, Lance. Lance. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like, then why did you need... But I don't... But I kind of set that all aside because... I feel like the Rachnos is really just background noise to the real yeah, plot it's, it's, of the episode. It's yeah, it's set dressing to... Yeah, the real the plot of the episode screw. is having someone like Donna appear for the Doctor, because at this moment, the Doctor has just lost somebody he really cares about. And what that ha- what, what the effect that has on him is that that could lead him down a very dark place. That could lead him down a place where he sees himself as like above everyone or like maybe he wants to die yeah yeah yada yeah, yada 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 but the thing is by having donna someone who as he says is completely normal be there it kind of resets the doctor a bit and, and and tells him to be like you gotta find somebody to be with you know you gotta find somebody to be your friend you can't go at this alone you think you could you think you can but you can't and I'm okay that the Rachnos are just set dressing for that because that emotional part of the episode, the stuff with Donna works so well that I'm like, okay, I don't mind that. The the one thing I would say does not work at all for me is Lance. Um, Lance yeah. turning 
Why, if Lance was on her side, why did he pretend to go over and cut her with an axe? Like, why is Lance a theatrical person? Lance was just, I, I think it's mostly just like, if he's near her, then if anything goes down, he's safe enough up there. I, I think you can really get a sense of, obviously in like series four, Donna gets a more emotional work to do. And Catherine Tate complete, like knocks out of the park there as well. I think like watching this, you're like, okay, if she ever comes back, we can give her that kind of work and it will be, you know, we, we can, we can be comfortable knowing that it will, it will all work out. Yeah. I, I just think um, like watching this, you're really being like, I hope she comes back in the future because like there's a whole character arc put in here, obviously. Um, but like in retrospect, then it really pays off for like serious work. So you can just be like, okay, you know who this character mm-hmm. is. You you can, you want, you want to like spend like a well, whole but, episode. But that was originally the plan, right? The- yeah. This, yeah. She was meant, she was meant to come. I'm not sure if it was a plan for this. I, I, I I'm pretty, I still have to, yet to read sure. writer's yeah. tale, but I, from what I, I know, it was, I think in writer's, yeah, in writer's tale, I think he does say that like at one point it was going to be a different companion. Yeah. It was going to be somebody called was, Penny. Yeah. Who became the, the journalist in the first episode of series four gets tied up and left behind. And then it was when like he, like he, Catherine Tate wanted to come back or something or yeah. she, yeah, yeah. She expressed an interest in something coming back and he was like, when she's come back as a companion and then it took off from there. But like, like watching this, you kind of start to hope like maybe she'll be the companion even after this. Thing. Oh, by, like, by the end, yeah. you're like, oh, these two are going to be so great together. And so when she says, no, I'm not going to do this, it's like this moment of like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, oh, right. This isn't this isn't fun for us because this is fun for us because we're an audience member. Right. But but for them, this is awful. <laughs> this is terrifying. It's a great scene, though the the final the final moment is I think is already is already great, especially when he makes the snow. The way she he keeps going, leaving and then coming back and then leaving yeah. and coming back. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting as well that like at a certain point they just start casting comedians as companions. Yeah, like you have Matt Lucas, and then you have Bradley Walsh, and now you have John Bishop. John no, Bishop was a comedian. Is a comedian. Yeah, he's, okay. He's did a, not know that. Yeah. Um, he's on. He, he's on. He was on the some episodes of "Would I Lie, Would I Lie to You?" I think he's kind of. He's more like light entertainment. He's like Bradley Walsh. He's like light, light entertainment comedian more than like Catherine Tate, who's like you know sketch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Matt Lucas is also sketch. Um, I just think. Yeah, I, just, I I think it's a really fun, like hour of TV. I just don't really think some elements work as well as they possibly could have. What like what do you think about like the like the pile of fish stuff in this? Because like, I I yeah. I I know exactly what this is. It is. Um... They wanted to save the budget. I'm good yeah, with it's, that. It's it's different. It's a different. I suppose it's it's just a different mask more than anything. But like, yeah. No, no. It's like it, they wanted. I get this. I get it. 
that fucking spider costume was so big. They were like, <laughs> okay, but we don't have that much time with it. What the hell do we do? And it's like, oh, all right, let's bring back the pilot fish, but they're under somebody else's control. I like that. It gives it, it. It's it's like it's like a moment where you could you go, you the audience member go, oh fuck, this is bad. And then when and and you don't need a doctor to be like this is bad because you've seen them before, you know. Mm. I I do think as well the the going back to the master plan. Um, it's a bit of like an Abaddon kind of thing where like you have three minutes of like vague threat. Yeah. Where nothing really seems to happen. Yeah. And then you have the tank come in with the series three arc. Yeah, abadabadabadabadabad. Yeah, abadabadon. Said the monkey to the the abadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad
like the earlier scenes. Um, yeah, but like I mean, this is like a great kind of like Northern Soul inspired um, track. I think is good. Um, not as good as Song for Ten. I think. Song for Ten. Woke I think up today. It is uh, woke up today. I think is a. I think it has a lot more going for it than this. Although this is, you know, you could throw this on, and like everyone would start with the start, you know, throwing shapes. Hmm. Speaking of throwing shapes, throwing shapes, yeah, dancing, um, and shapes. There's a big star in the sky, and it's blasting lightning everywhere. Oh, oh, oh! oh sorry, I just want to ask. Um... Is the is the fact that Donna d- didn't see the last two alien invasions supposed to be like a lampshade on on I, why on I, on the fact that nobody seems to remember these alien invasions because I, I know next yeah. week's episode they next year's uh, Christmas special they have like a they have they directly acknowledge yeah. that right <laughs> yeah where they're like everyone escaped London because it, it yeah be spoken by by Wolf let's not forget. So there, there's also that connection to this episode. Yeah. Um. I, I, I just think it's it's the same as uh Gwen being like you know Reese says everyone put everyone's been drugged by like a drug in the water that's mass hysteria and stuff. I think it's just them being like you know we have to at some point just acknowledge that this happened and the people didn't see and move on. Like, because I mean, I it it's, it's always been kind of nebulous, you know, like in Love and Monsters, you know, there's obviously little references to like stuff that's happened um and yeah for mentioned ones as well and the, the the thing has always been that like the cracks in time just erased everything and in the rebooted version of the universe these things never happened yeah yeah which always always seems kind of coward yeah coward <laughs> <laughs> especially when you take into account that the last two series of Torchwood like is like pure if if this happened the entire It literally world starts with the 21st century is where everything changes. Yeah, but like Whatever. yeah, we'll see we'll see that in the world that like like series 3 and 4 tortured are like if either of these things happened the entire world would like would be destroyed. So you can have to start acknowledging things are happening. It um, it would be it would be funny if Abaddon was revealed and everyone just went mm. Let's pretend yeah. we didn't see this, you know? <laughs> and then Billis Manger's like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna love Abaddon. Abaddon's coming. Somebody's in the darkness. Blah 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 blah. B- Billis Manger taking a, a, a hat off his head from the ground, kicking dust like going like fuck's sake, I said all been all that time fucking doing that. No one fucking pay attention. No one cares. Damn it, damn it. Um Yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Um if you want to do a a, a game, or uh, I want to say the scene with the kids silently cheering in the back of the the vehicle mm-hmm. as as they watch the as they're going like jump jump. That scene is great. I mean, yeah, the whole uh, car scene is is just. Is this the I'm, first time we it, see the TARDIS like flying like that? It's at the start of Christmas Invasion. He's like crashing into like oh three or four different buildings. Um. Yeah. Um. Real or fake? Or real or fake? Give, give it to me. Okay. So this one's called Illegal Alien. 
Um, it's a seventh Doctor story set in World War Two London, where a Cyberman crashes in a in a spaceship, um, and is damaged by a, a bomb. Um, and at the same time, there's like Nazi spies fake. going around the place, and you're saying it's fake. Yeah. Everyone, sound, sound the alarm. It's finally happened. What? No. It's real. Ah, <laughs> no. Um, it got tur- it got turned down. It, it didn't really get turned down. What happened is that it was for, um, it was written by one of the show's uh, VFX supervisors and this other guy, and one of the other writers, Ben Aranovich, was like. The story editor Andrew Cartmel is writing a World War Two story right now. If you submit this, he will just say no. So hold on to it for next season. And what happened is that World War Two story was a curse of Henrik. That was the last series of Classic Who. So there was no new series. But they wrote it as a novel, and there's a thing in the novel that is one of the most like grotesque Cyberman things that anyone's ever done. Ooh. Oh, I don't know, but you lost. You lost. I already <laughs> lost in the Torchwood series. This is the this is my first main series loss. Yeah, but this is your first. Like that was a one-off game. You've 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 won every single other round of this, and I finally won. Um, speaking of winning, all I do is win, win, win. Um, if I want if I want to hear some more winning TV shows talked about on winning audio formats, where can I hear that? Could I hear? Say, if I want to hear something about the 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 great, uh, M- I suppose it probably won Emmys, uh, mm-hmm. winning show X Files. Go on. Uh, shows that probably won like I don't know, Crunchyroll Audience Awards, if if there's such a thing. Um, like for listen, Alchemist. I don't know where you can find all that. Yeah, but let me tell you something. What? If you go to hcclements.com, you can get a discount on keys today. That's fifteen dollars wow. off your first key. Hashtag ad. Hashtag not not a front for Torchwood. Yes, and then you can use the code friendly mush. Friendly as in I'm your friend, and mush as in shit. Any <laughs> second. Friendly as in I'm your friend, and mush as in go on a journey across snow with dog sled. Um. I will say I just looked up hcclemens.com. Domain is available if, if you want to buy it. Oh, we're going to buy it and we're going to direct it to friendlymush.com where you can listen to podcasts about the X-Files and the MTV Movie Awards and so much more. Next time. But those scientists, they said that Bane behaves very oddly when they try to test it as if it's resisting the analysis. And nothing could do that. At least, nothing on Earth. What exactly are you suggesting, Miss Smith? That Bane originated in outer space? Of course not. That would be ridiculous. Abaddon. Abaddon. Don, don. Abaddon. Um, yeah. Abaddon. 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 Um, Abaddon. Sh- Abaddon. Can you hear that? What? Ho, ho, ho. There's sounds like there's someone outside, so we we better we better go to sleep so we get we get our presents. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna go to sleep. Okay, here I go. Um, you know, snow is falling. 
，就呃，因为 we're gonna go out on a Christmas song that I like. That's in this. That's in this episode. It's in like three or four other specials. Which is、uh, Slade's "Merry Christmas, Everyone."、Uh, Merry Christmas,、yes. Merry Christmas, Michelle. Merry Christmas, thank you. I'm Jewish, so、mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, too. <laughs> Happy、mm-hmm. Hanukkah, everyone. <laughs> well, you know what? Whatever, whatever you celebrate, always remember that love don't roam. Oh, play the song now. Oh, play the song now! No, 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 no! Play the songs. Play the song. Well, I roamed about this earth with just a suitcase in my hand, and I met some bug-eyed Jews. I met the blessed. I met the damned. But of all the strange, strange creatures in the air at sea or land. Well, my girl, my girl, my precious girl, I love you. You understand? So reel me in, my precious girl. Come on, take me home. 'Cause my body is tired of traveling, and my heart don't wish to roam no more. I have wandered, I have rambled. I have crossed this crowded sphere, and I see a mess of problems that I long to disappear. Now all I have is this anguished heart, for you have vanished too. Oh my girl, my girl, my precious girl, just what is this bad to do? So reel me in, my precious girl, to come and take me home. Cause my body started traveling, and my heart don't wish to roam. Yeah, reel me in, my precious girl. Come on, take me home. Cause my body's tired of traveling, and my heart don't wish to roam. No, no. I gotta do the whole thing. I gotta do it now. Well, you took me in. You stole my heart. I cannot roam no more. Because love it stays within you, it does not wash up on a shore. But I find a man forgets each cut, each knock, each bruise, each fall. But a fighting man cannot forget why his love don't roam no more. 
home, reel me in, my precious girl. Come on, take me home. Cause my body's tired of traveling, and my heart don't wish to roam. Yeah, reel me in, my precious girl. Come and take me home. Cause my body's tired of traveling, and my heart don't wish to roam. Yeah, walk with me, my love, my love. Walk tall, walk proud, walk far. For you know, my love, you are, you are, you are my shining star. Walk with me, oh my love. Walk tall, walk proud, walk far. For you know, my love, you are, you are, you are my shining star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> 